Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm a Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. It's Sunday, 9 to 10, WBT, Charlotte, North Carolina, in the house. What's yo, up? yo, yo. Hey, man, what's going on? That's what I do to my kids. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. They I don't say, do yo, yo, huh? yo. They don't get that. What? They get yeah, 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 yeah. like, leave me alone, please. No, <laughs> listen, man, I've been waiting to ask you these questions because you sent me a cool picture you, uh, you you spent a couple days down at the beach, and you found like fourteen thousand sharks' teeth. No, we found. I think we found. I'm sure the small ones. Yeah. Uh, might have been miscounting one or the other by you know picking them up with your fingers and trying to count, but we counted out an even three thousand shark teeth. Unbelievable. Uh, and we put them on this gridded wrapping paper. I actually taped it to the table and. Uh, did rows started with the biggest and did rows of them, uh, which was really fun. I got to do that. Piper helped me do that on Father on uh, Father's Day. Yeah. So we came back Sunday. We're we're recording this during the week before the Sunday following Father's yep. Day. So uh, we rode back from the beach on Sunday, and uh, that's kind of what we do every time. Every time we go for a hunt, then we clean them up and lay them out and take a picture of them, like on a paper plate. I sent you a couple of those you while did. we were there. Um, and then we put them all, I filled up a, a small Gatorade bottle, had, had a little weight to it. And then when we get home, we do it on the kitchen table. We did that, and it was exactly Knox, my three-year-old, who turned three in March, actually found a shark tooth. We don't know if it was accidental or not, but he found one. So we saved it. It's it a nice size one, about, about an inch long. We saved it. It wasn't in the 3,000, but we exactly counted out 3,000 shark tooth, Piper and I, Sunday evening. And then if you count knots, this would be 3,001. Oh, listen. Come on, give Knox some cred. I, so, that wasn't by accident. It's in his blood. Well, the beginning of the trip, he was... Uh, looking for seashells you know he's a yeah. little over three he's all enamored by the seashells in the ocean and then he went one out shark toothing with me one morning um and he said shark tooth no seashell shark tooth and so <laughs> he started picking up everything that was black because the shark teeth actually contrary to myth law education uh that you find at the beach uh are over a million years old they're fossils of sharks teeth okay. uh and some are many millions of years old so they're all dark gray or black generally um a, a new shark tooth out of a shark's mouth which i've never found is, is, is white, white. Or, yeah you know then it goes through the color spectrum i found some light light brown ones and stuff occasionally some light gray ones but they might only be a million years old or 500 750,000 years old but uh that's cool to me uh, that there's history behind this and it's been there and uh, so so my we go to Surfside this on our beach trip every year. Surfside is right below Myrtle, yep. south of Myrtle, kind of in between first, Myrtle and Pauly's Island. First beach below Myrtle. Yep. Um, and they the the way the ledge is and the way the the landscape in the ocean is coming into the shore don't have many shark's teeth. Like it's okay. very 
I'll look for a couple hours and find three or four. It's very discouraging. So I was Googling uh, where where's a good spot to find them. Polly's is pretty good. We went down there, find about 50. But then every morning for like six or seven of the mornings we were there, I would get up at sunrise and, and go up to Myrtle Beach, the heart of Myrtle, like 3rd Avenue North. Okay. Like between the pavilion and, and family kingdom where everybody as a kid went to Myrtle Beach and uh that I would go look for a couple hours there at the the pier and, and, a, and a little north between two piers there and uh man it was fun it was brought back a lot of memories of me being in high school and college and a kid and going to the beach and see a bunch of people great place to people watch uh well no doubt but here here <clears throat> two things one it's still to me crazy that that Knox is three years old. I mean, Knox is like forever. TJ's shaking his head. I mean, I've said this about ten times on the radio, but we were in the throes of COVID when when Knox was born. And you know, remember you did the interview from the hospital room, and we've talked about that before. We were both doing the show. TJ and I were here. You were in the hospital room, and Knox, you know, made his presence known. Which I cannot believe that's been over three years. He still makes his presence known. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> the second thing is, I know that we are willing to share processes with just about anybody. Uh, whether it's a cornhole tournament or something we do internally. So what's the secret on your shark's teeth? I, I like when the tide's receding. Tide's just like to look going tide. I like to look in shell beds. Shell beds. Uh, I like to get a little wash over the shell beds. Okay. Kind of kind of clean them up, kind of sift them. Um, they have a shark teeth have a special shine to them. They got a, a dark grayish color and okay. have a nice sheen. And uh, yeah, and you just get an eye for it. And and I like to go vertical if the if the tide's out. I'll and you got to couple like wet shell bed where the tide is the water is and then drier shell bed up top i'll go perpendicular to the water so i'll walk up and look and go over about 10 feet and walk down and look and kind of mark the sand and i tell you when i'm looking i enjoy it i don't look at my phone much i kind of hear people watch people look at people You're kind of in the zone you have a bond with other people that look for them and they kind of go oh wait are you finding any and kind of talk to different people uh, it's kind of a common bond and uh it's uh you got the history and all that so so it's really so it's really cool so uh well, well on that note this is coming together for me i learned something about you while you were gone from one of our friends and a client john ferris said you like to pan for gold with yeah. him and it's a similar process <laughs> it's very similar and so i'm on the hook uh, we got to take him gold pan. we got to go pan yeah, for john, gold with john ferris is an architect yep. uh, a dear friend of mine long long time and him and i have gone and sat in in several of creeks. We're going to do that and, again. Uh, set up sleuth boxes and fan for gold. I, I always hunted quartz crystals a, as a child. Yep. So, uh, you know, I mean, life can be simple and, and enjoyable. Uh, it doesn't all have to be what you got, accumulation, spending money. Agreed. You do this, it's free. You ha have a good time. I really enjoy it. And I have a jar. It's a gallon milk jug glass jar that Reagan got. And that we put them in it, it went up about two inches. Uh, but it's from when I was like six. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm now forty five, and and it's all my family shark teeth now. So we kind of got some generations going uh, for uh, roughly forty years in this one jar. And and we'll grow out of it. We'll get a bigger jug, maybe a two gallon. So uh, that's cool. So who we got on the show today, Patrick? So we've got Michael De Palma, who's president of the Bridge Foundation in Charlotte. We you know we do this every year. We bring in, uh, we give a scholar annual scholarship, and we have our winner. The trend, it was funny, I was telling Michael, I read his was the first one I, I had the chance to read when we were reviewing applications, and what a remarkable story. And that's Andre, and he'll be on the next segment with Michael. Cool. I'm excited to hear, man. Yeah, Good. me too. I think you like All it. All right.
Let's go. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the first segment and you want to be a professional shark tooth, are you a tootherman? A shark a shark toothman? tooth hunter. A shark tooth hunter? <laughs> <laughs> like so, a fisherman. So I want to finish what I was saying, and yeah. it ties in great with with what we're doing on the yeah, show yeah. today. We got Andre coming up. Andre's on the phone. Hey, Andre. Hey, how are you all doing? We're doing, we're doing good. I'll let Patrick introduce you in a second, but I was going to say this before I got a little sidetracked. When I'm looking for shark teeth, and I'm in hour three or four, and I'm, my back's hurting, my eyes are tired, it's hot, and uh, I'm annoyed by all the people at the beach. No, I'm kidding. That doesn't happen. <laughs> and uh, I think about it's like what I do when I run, and it's like what I do yeah. when I do business and business deals. The word fortitude just keeps resonating in my mind, and it's like it's kind of an analogy for how I want to operate my family, my relationships, and, and uh, my business. And it's just kind of motivational, and it's like, hey, just keep having fortitude. Keep finding them. Let's go. Come on. Pull through, boy. So uh, well, that is a great segue. Is, yeah. I mean, talking about somebody who's had fortitude in the, in their life. Um, and, and if you did miss the first segment, you want to go back and hear about the shark teeth, three thousand shark teeth. That's incredible. Um, you know, you can get us on the podcast. You can go to uh, any of our social media, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, or uh, Instagram. But uh, yeah, uh, Andre uh, Andre Ford Boyd, who's our twenty twenty three Bridge Scholarship winner in Charlotte. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, thank you. Second, fortitude is something that uh, that you most certainly are familiar with uh, throughout your life. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my my story is a little different. Um, I was I was born and raised, you know, in Indian Trail, North Carolina. Attended uh, Porter Ridge uh, Middle School, um, Poplin Elementary. But um, my life, the course of my life, changed when I was around thirteen. Uh, when my mom passed, uh, she died of a heart attack. Um, it was unexpected. She had some underlying health things that um, I personally believe could have been taken care of by doctors if she had better doctors. But um, yes, um, but she was a she was a registered nurse, and uh, she passed when I was thirteen. Um, and then I moved to Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, to attend um, Ridge Road Middle School and Mallet Creek High School, which where I recently graduated from. But um, before before I graduated, um, I, my my father passed when I was age fifteen from the coronavirus pandemic, and um, those two those two um, life changing events really shaped who I am today. It shaped my thought process, shaped my outlook, and ultimately will shape my destination in life. Nah, man, that's I mean that there's fortitude right there. Hey, man, got uh, me in tears over here, Andre. Yeah, me too. God bless you, man. Thank you, thank you. God bless you. Yeah, we were just talking about Father's Day and and stuff like that. I thought a lot about my father on Father's Day. I ho- ho- hope he had some good memories. Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm actually I'm actually got adopted by my um aunt, uncle um who's taken care of me ever since I was 13. And uh, yeah, they're two amazing God fearing people. Um, my uncle's actually a pastor for Rockwell AME Zion Church. Oh, nice, um, Charlotte. And uh, my aunt's a dentist here in Charlotte. So yeah. Wow, God bless you. That's well, wonderful. Well, before, Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's funny how life works out, you know, just don't one bullet, but I just, you know, God had a way of bouncing, setting me in the right uh, environment for success. 
Well, no, that's cool. It, and I might have got a little ahead of myself here. Uh, we have Michael De Palma in the studio too. Michael, t- tell us. I mean, I think you can you can give a better explanation to me. I, people hear me talk all the time. Sometimes and, and Michael year. leads the Bridge he, Foundation. He he, he oversees. He's, he's been on the radio before. Yep. I have. Yep. Yep. When you became you. president, right? That, that's right. Yeah. When the, or you were usurping presidency. Uh, I think that there may <laughs> not have been a vote, uh, but uh, it, it was. Handed off nonetheless. But, but you did it. We did a show a year ago, <laughs> roughly, right. uh, about the Bridge Foundation and, and what you guys do. And uh, welcome back. Yeah, yeah well, thank a, you guys give, for having me. Give yeah. the audience a refresher here before we get too far with Mr. Uh, Ford Boyd here. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and Andre, great to hear your voice again. I, I, yep. I got to hear you during our uh, final dinner a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was great to hear you present there. And I'm glad to talk to you again. Um, yeah, just to, maybe to, to take a step back with the Bridge Foundation. Um, Andre found out about it, obviously, through, uh, through his attempts to get money for school. But we are a private foundation based here in Charlotte with uh, the goal of giving a scholarship a year to a worthy Mecklenburg County student. And that really is the only official requirement is you have to graduate from a Mecklenburg County school, public or private. Other than that, the, the, your, your job is to convince us, is to, is to come and present. Andre had to meet in person for interviews and then present again at a, a finals dinner. And and you win the crowd. Uh, you you explain your your goals, your passions, what what got you to where you are now, and then where you want to go. And that's what I was hoping we can we can you know Andre is the star of the show. I'm I'm just here to maybe promote the the, the scholarship yeah. a little bit. But but uh, where Andre wants to go with some of the uh, activities that he he wants to go going forward is I think where we want to maybe have him continue that story. Yeah, Andre, by all means. So so what's uh, what's the plan? Yeah, so um, as I kind of touched on earlier, my mother was a registered nurse, and um, as a child, I was always curious to uh, learn more about healthcare and learn more how of getting into healthcare. And I always ask her to share stories, but she knows she can't violate certain certain uh, codes of conduct. But she could briefly scan over um, how how it goes, the flow of the uh, office. She worked in various settings, um, but that's besides the point. Um, where I want to take that is I want to become a cardiologist, and um, that's mainly because of my mother's passing from a heart attack. Um, I, I will be going to North Carolina A&T State University to study biology pre-med. There you go. I'll also be monitoring in nutrition and business. And um, But, yes, I want to become a cardiologist. Um, and the, when, when I set that goal for myself, I found, like, even more reasons that I want that to, to why I would want to do that. Um, firstly, um, it come to, came to my knowledge not too long ago that less than 3% of healthcare um, of professionals are of African-American descent. And even in cardiology, less than 3% of medical professionals are of African-American descent. And that number um, really stood out to me because the patients that they see, um, especially in a cardiology office, um, African-American descent, uh, we tend to have higher risk of heart disease, heart attack, stroke, things of that nature. And uh, I just really want to make a difference in that field, um, and I have the power to do so. Wow. Hey, man, you got fortitude. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, and, and you speak so well. I got a question for you. How did you find out about the Bridge Foundation opportunity? Uh, so I was looking online for like local local scholarships, and um, the Bridge Foundation just popped up on a, on a Google search engine. And it's like, yeah, I asked it. and then uh, what really stood out to me about the Bridge was the core values. Um, purpose um, was the one that I was like, it, it was just highlighted in my mind. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I have to, I have to. And um, the Bridge, it, and lo and behold, uh, it came through, and um, they they have faith in me, and 
I was thankful to receive it. Well, that is, that is wonderful. Uh, you know, Charlotte is a big mecca for uh, car- the cardiology industry. We yeah, had, uh, you know, a, a relative to our founder, uh, Andrew Robichek, Francis. for Andrew Roby, yeah. Francis Robichek. Dr. Francis died uh, a year or two ago at, at the age of 100, I think. And he wow. he started the Sanger Clinic and did the did the first heart transplant. Uh, I think he did it on a on a, on a dog, actually. Well, I mean, he had pioneer in the cardiology yeah, field, for sure. I mean, if you can go back and, and, and research, and not only that, just a philanthropist at, as well. And the guy could barely even I, – I couldn't even understand his uh, his <laughs> English. So, uh, And he was a character and did a lot of speaking engagements. My granddad used to take me when I was a kid, which, which was a big impression in my life. But once again, talking about fortitude and talking about how you got to overcome and you want to be successful, uh, you got to have purpose. And your purpose, man, I, that is so cool that you have studied the, the, the population of folks that need heart care – it is is high in, in the African American community and the population of doctors and physicians in that in that industry is less than three percent. It really, uh, I think that's eye opening. Really, yes, it, it was for me certainly. Well, Andre, we're, we're going to take a break. Can you stick around with us for one more segment? Oh yes, yes, yes. All right, we got Andre Ford Boyd, winner of the twenty twenty three Bridge Scholarship. You listen to At Home with Roby. We'll be back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. We have Andre Ford Boyd, winner of the 2023 Bridge Scholarship. Uh, if you missed the last two segments, go back. You can listen to them on a podcast. You can Google us, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the things. And talking about Andre, I yeah. mean, you, you 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 candidly said, "Hey, man, I was googling opportunities. I was googling scholarships. I was putting in the time. I came across it. I saw a purpose. I know what my purpose is. I'm gonna go after this thing. And, and here here you've won something that really is life changing at this stage of your life. Oh yeah. And, and the va- the monetary value, but also the recognition you're getting to do this, and and hopefully it'll open the door to so many more things. And I'm sure." You have other uh, other scholarships and stuff that you have have achieved as well, and, and you will continue to do so. Am I right about that? Oh uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple. I have a couple. <laughs> oh sure. Well, well, Trent, you mentioned. I mean, we used to do some business lesson of the of the of the day or of the week on the show, and you started this out with fortitude, uh, talking about uh, your short teeth in- endeavors, kind of carrying over to how you live your life. Which I think was pretty. That was very eye-opening and enlightening. I knew that, of course, but he, it kind of reminds me of the. Have you ever seen that meme where the guy's digging the hole, digging the hole, digging the hole, and he gives up, and he's got like this much more, maybe a quarter inch of a hole to go for There's gold a, for a giant diamond or something. Oh on man, the other side. I that diamond or or the gold. But I mean, it's so true. I mean, I think people that that give up on things. I mean, that's probably the difference between success and failure. My big thing is it's about the journey. Yeah. To, to get the diamond, when you get the diamond, you, it, it it doesn't satisfy you. You get the diamond, <laughs> and you, and you you look for another journey and and look for something to have something to have faith in so uh well it's fulfillment right i mean i and andre you are just the shining example of a young person that is out there proactively we we always talk about heels and toes in our business and (laughs) and we want to keep our our customers and our vendors and our people that we serve on their heels and we want to be on our toes we want to be proactive not reactive 
and uh, and you're out here on your toes, and you're out here doing it, and you are golden proof that there's opportunities out here if people are just willing to to go do it. Well, well that too, man. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I think we're on a little bit of a soapbox. I do want to hear from you, Andre. But it's and that's a that's a choice, Trent. It is. You can wake up in the morning and you can you can lay on your back and feel sorry for yourself. And, and not have the fortitude, or you can do what Andre is and says, you know, I'm going to grab this thing by the horns and take it down, which is impressive. So, sorry, Andre, go ahead. I know you had a thought there. Oh, I was, I was just agreeing 100%, 100%. That is, um, that, so for me personally speaking, um, whenever I set out to go and get a goal, um, I, even upon achieving it, you know, I have, I have three month goals and I have six month goals, then 12 months. I try not to go past 12 months because. You, get, you know, so you seem like <laughs> yeah. taking off course or something. You can't really see into that far. But um, I'm always been a goal oriented person, a schedule person. It's very hard to um, not operate. I feel kind of kind of bad when I'm not operating on a schedule. Um, when I don't have a vision, vision is very big for me. And um, yeah, I totally agree with that that statement you said. Well, no, I mean, and we have Michael De Palma here, who's who's the president of the bridge, and, and you were at. The, I was not able to attend the presentation that Andre did. What what really set him apart from everybody else? Uh, well, uh, I was actually going to have uh, Andre uh, set him up to tell us a story about uh, kind of an example of what set set him apart. Um, and, and we're kind of hitting on it with with goals and 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 drive and taking past experiences and, and making something out of it. Uh, and, and Andre, uh, hopefully you can uh, recall the story you told us about um, right as your uh, aunt and uncle were adopting you and, and your cousin was involved too. Uh, they they uh, kind of helped you out with. Uh, I guess strength and conditioning and your own body, uh, and, and you even had a, a very tremendous weight loss. Uh, and I figured I, I kind of heard that story as, "Hey, that that's one of those goals that you started off when y- you could have been in a, in a different place in your life, and you could have been down on yourself." So, if you want to share that story, I think that'd be a great um, example yeah, of, of the goals you set for yourself and how you succeed on them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So um, when my mom passed when I was thirteen, uh, I say I moved to Charlotte with my aunt, uncle and um. At the time, I was probably around five eight, three hundred and fifty five pounds. Um, that is terrible. That that's completely terrible. But um, it all had to do with the way I was living and the way in which I was eating. I wasn't an active child. Um, I was eating trash as most children do. But my metabolism just couldn't make up for it. So um, I moved to Charlotte. Uh, told my uncle um, I wanted to play for Mallet Creek High School. Well, at the time it was Ridge Road Middle School, but you know eighth grade going what, into what sport. What's sport? Football, football. Football. Okay. I don't know if you said. I told, that. I told my uncle uh, I wanted to play. I wanted to start, and he was like, "You're not going to be able to play at that size." He, he was. He kept it. Uh, he was real straight up with me, and I was like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" He laid down the foundation. He said, "What I need to do? What I need to eat? How I need to do? How I need to eat? Uh, when I need to work out? Um, what should I aim for?" And uh, from that point on, he, he rode me, stayed on me. Uh, once I told him my my plans, he uh, gave me the foundation. I was up at, I want to say like five, I, I set my alarm for 5 a.m. every morning. I'll never forget in eighth grade, uh, the entire eighth grade year, I set my alarm for five in the morning to wake up and do an hour on the treadmill and um, before school. And then I would go to football practice. And yeah, I went from, uh, from I'd say about that uh, summer of coming from seventh to eighth grade, all the way till about ninth grade, I went from 355 pounds to 260 pounds. Whoa! Right? Yeah. Wow. 
Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was commitment that we heard, uh, you know, in his stories that he shared with the group, that just the commitment he had, and, and we fully believe that he's going to accomplish whatever goal he sets himself out to. Sounds like Jamie Tart and Roy Kemp from uh, Ted Lasso, the season three. Y'all seen that? I have not seen season <laughs> yes, three. I, I do watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. So it's hard work and determination, fortitude. So, so Andre, are you excited about North Carolina A and T this fall? Oh my God, I'm elated! I, I can't wait to continue <laughs> my ne- my journey, meet meet my next goals. Um, just, I'm just really ready for you know, like the next phase of life. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, when do you go to school? When do you go move in? Uh, I move in August 17th, uh, just a little bit earlier than uh, most students. I'm part of a, a STEM STEM program that you know. Um, we move in a little earlier when you're part of that uh, so STEM uh, living learning community. Are you living on campus in, yeah, in yeah. Dorm, dormitories? Yes, yeah, I'll be living in a Pride, it's called Pride Hall. Well, you know, kind of what we're talking about uh, when I went to Chapel Hill, I was fortunate enough to attend uh, UNC. I lived in Morrison Dorm in South Campus, one campus dormitory my freshman year, the oldest 1950s building. And uh, I had so much fun embracing the diversity and everybody and living in a a suite with seven other folks of all differences uh, that everybody was so excited about getting out and getting their own apartment. I I signed up for year two (laughs) and and rolled in with one of my suite mates uh, that, that I had just met the year prior. And it's the best memories of my life and just thinking about how excited I was leading up to that, that August move-in and, and all the newness and all the excitement. Man, I can't imagine the emotions that you're feeling on that. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, that's, that's my – you're going to because you got all the right uh, characteristics. Yep. But cherish every moment, buddy. Yeah, yes, sir, absolutely. Yes, Absolutely, Andre, and, and I was going to kind of echo that. I, I remember those days, right, when you oh, moved yeah. into college. I, I, I can understand your excitement. Uh, and I just kind of going back, I know you have your uncle and your cousin and, and your aunt and, and your family is there for you. Uh, and, and I just want to reiterate what we told you after we let you know you won the Bridge Scholarship is that you also have the Bridge Foundation That's right. as a community. Uh, yeah, uh, Patrick's part of the, the group as well. And, and uh, you, you have a whole group of mentors that, that are here in Charlotte that are ready to support you that you can reach out to if you have a question about classes or, or socializing or, or anything that you're going in that may be new and maybe you want a, uh, a different perspective than, than just family speaking up. And I, and I hope you take that advantage of that as you go into college because uh, it's exciting and there's new but opportunities, um, but sometimes you need to have that sounding board. Uh, and, and in addition to the, the financial support we want to give you, we, we also want to provide you that, that, that business, that, that uh, mental support that you might need as well. So feel free to reach out to us anytime you have a question. Well put. Well, thank, you, thank you so much. I'm very fortunate to be a part of this. Thank you. Well, well Andre, uh, uh, a word of wisdom for you is uh, an old tongue likes to wag. That means if, if you earnestly go ask people for help and advice that, that are successful and experienced, they'll, they'll always help you. They just want, they don't necessarily need you to do what they say. They need you to understand and hear what they say and take it into account. Uh, what's one thing that you like to live by? What's one of your mottos, Andre? Leave us with that. Um, unsatisfactory. Never, never satisfied. And that's something that, um, it, it, it just comes natural to me because, um, my, my, my why it's always been my parents ever since they passed. And, 
I always want to make them proud in everything that I do, and that and that's a tough measuring stick. Um, my mom was very successful um, in her in her regard. Um, my dad was very successful. My aunt and uncle are very successful in their regards. You know, just making my entire family proud and and building upon. Um, if if I, I believe if I could take what um, I was born with and double it, I'll, I'll be satisfied. And that's 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 all I want to do. So un, unsatisfactory in everything I do. Well, congratulations. Uh, Godspeed to your first year in college and, and your last summer before college. Uh, you always have a, a folks at the Roby family, the companies as well, uh, to lean on and ask for advice. Uh, I look forward to watch you progress along the way, and good luck in your, in your aspirations, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back at home with Ruby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Ruby Commercial and Services on Trent Hayson from the Ruby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, what do you think about old Andre Ford? Man, Boy? I thought that was awesome. I teared up a couple times. Yep. Uh, fortitude. I, I kind of thought that might have a segue, but hearing his story, uh, unsatisfactory, great word. My, my man said he's never satisfied. Uh, with that, though, you got to find peace in, in everything you do. And I think, he, I think he does that. Uh, I think you find that through faith in something and believing and 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 believing that that things are going to work out. So uh, thank you, Andre. I think it's a perfect time to. Uh, I, I was telling a friend at the beach that we saw at the beach. She told me she she's in the real estate business, and she told me she said I'm finally reading Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, yeah, and I had book. told her yeah. several years ago about it. I was like, yeah. Well, you know, I told you I'd take you to dinner after you read it, and I'll need to refresh. I need to do that for Tatum because she read it, my oldest daughter. There you go. And I have not taken her to dinner to review it because I have not refreshed my mind on it lately. But I told her, I said, the way I knew about that book was my mom was listening to Bob and Sherry on 107.9 when I was a kid. I was like 15 or 16 working, wanting to be an entrepreneur, wanting to be a businessman. And she heard like the top 10 books to buy for your kids to read. And ones that I remember was that, one of my favorite books ever, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Andre, please go get it and read it, please. Uh, the Wealthy Barber yeah, the wealthy was bar- a great book. Well, it, and then two books that I still pass on and are my favorite books of all time, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Kaysan well, and The Instant Millionaire. Well, you, you had a Richest Man in Babylon quote on the last segment, and again, yeah. if you missed it, go back and listen, but you said an old tongue wag. Yep. And that's I, I was trying to get that in there, Richest Man in Babylon. Well, you know, when, and, and, it's, and it's funny, uh, when you when – you, Everybody thinks about themselves in an we're humans, so you think about yourself in an egotistical way. So, so you don't realize that that everybody else has something they're dealing with and has issues, and, and that's why I always say lead with grace, the golden rule. I say it at the end of every show, but but you know when when you're when you're a young person and 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 an inexperienced person, and you see somebody in whatever industry or business or or sports or whatever they do that's very successful. You get intimidated, but we do that to ourselves, and, and you think they're they're better than you, and they're more arrogant than you, and they don't want to help you, and it's the complete opposite. I All we want to do is we find fulfillment as humans to when we do get to help people. 
Well, and I, I agree 100%. I always, to me, the, the, the most satisfying thing is when you see somebody that has that aha moment or they break a ceiling that they didn't know that was there. Like it sounds like Andre's done several times in his life, but that that's a gift that we're so fortunate to be able to see uh, both in business and life is someone to su- succeed. Yeah. And you, you had made a comment earlier about faith. Um, I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins for, you know, people give me a hard time for it, whatever. But he always says the biggest, the biggest disappointment is success without fulfillment. Yeah. And he said, he talks to plenty of people that are, that are billionaires that are miserable. Um, and so to be, have success and have fulfillment is, uh, is, is really what we're after. Michael, I mean, you're you're an example. You're the president of the Bridge Foundation. Yeah. Patrick, you're on the board. My next door neighbor, Michael Cox, who's been on the radio, <laughs> is on the board. My dear friend Andy Presley. That's so how I'm, I got I'm, on the Bridge. And, Andy and, Presley. And, yeah. and I'm yeah. not involved. You you represent us well, Patrick. But thank you guys Don't for what you do. Uh, you got to give back somewhere and, and and do it with aspiration. But Mike, I'm going to ask you. We asked you to stick around for the last segment. Uh, when I was talking about shark teeth and stuff, you were shaking your head. Do you like collect, collect things? Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, you know, I have uh, I have time to collect some things. I still have all my basketball cards and oh, baseball yeah. cards from the, my, my wife has looked in the closet and what are these things doing here? Why do we still have them? And I, you know, I'd love to say they're going to be worth something one day. Uh, you know, who, who's to say, right? I'm sure somebody can. <laughs> it's worth what somebody's willing to pay. Um, uh, I can't say that I've had a, a recent shark tooth collection. Uh, I do like the idea of what you're saying, the fortitude and, and finding something that lets your mind kind of not stray, focus in on something and, and maybe let the noise of the world uh, go away while you're doing it. And I think that's what a, a good hobby can, can give you. Agreed. Yeah. Whether it's, it could be fishing, it could be tennis, it could be Co- coin collecting. Coin collecting. Mm-hmm. It could be a myriad. It could be gold panning. I, I mean, can't wait. Gold Tatum pan. found one arrowhead. I've told that yeah. story before, and the history of that arrowhead. Right. Illinois. She found it on Reagan's grandmother's farm. That's now been sold. And wow. and she told me. She said, "I mean, I look for. I bet I got." 90 hours looking for these arrowheads and i was always asking her uncles on this one trip how do you find them they got them all in shadow boxes and she said she said dad she said i found this arrowhead because you believed she said they didn't think you could find it because you don't conservation now you can't till as deep and all that stuff so uh the, the ground's been cold anyway the history of it. And TJ's trying to get us out of the show, isn't he? He's trying to buy some time. But I have so much more to say. <laughs> Michael, it's nice to have you. Sure. Yeah, I'll just throw out thebridgefoundation.net for all you future uh, applications, uh, students who want to apply for it next year. Bridgefoundation.net. Check out the website, see our past winners, uh, and we'll have new application information coming out in the school year. Michael De Palma, Patrick McIsaac, I'm Trent Haston. Thanks for listening to the At Home with Roby show. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated and carry a smile on your face.